Alright, welcome to Sexy Shirt Sundays. Bienvenidos a todos a mi podcast. Aquí estoy con uh, mi prima Karina. She's my cousin and um, she is the second guest in the podcast. Um, so hi, Karina. Welcome. Hi. Nice to be here. Nice to be here. Alright, so we're currently in my bedroom, in my bed, just chilling. We have a... What is this? Is this beer or is this... Cider? It's an it's an apple cider. It's an apple cider. Angry Orchard or Orchid? We're confused at the moment. Too as what it's called. But yeah. look, I'll do the ASMR for you fans of ASMR. Anyway, <clears throat> try to be as graceful. Oh, hold on. Are you sure it's a twisty? <laughs> I don't know if it's a twist though. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. <laughs> oh yeah it is is it i don't know no negative no. i don't have a uh, do you have an opener i do my keys my, my keys, keys are, are downstairs all right guys we're gonna um this this can we well no 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 i'm thirsty it while literally I, says use bottle opener oh while i go get the bottle opener from your keys uh introduce yourself just just a little synopsis of who you are i don't know if that's the right word but do that i'll be right back okay so while she does that um i'm karina i'm cindy's cousin i'm 26 years old um i live down the street from cindy literally um actually down the street and around the corner and yeah i mean i grew up with cindy we've been like super close since day one so that's been nice we've had our ups and downs but it's been it's been good. Anyway, she's coming back with that bottle opener. All right. <clears throat> I don't like to edit my podcast because I say that they're raw, but Loki, I don't want to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. La flojera. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um. I don't know how you were planning to open that with your tooth, by the way. I know. Oh, this is refreshing. That was ambitious. All right. So, as we all know, this is a podcast about whatever, nothing. This is more like a personal diary, and that creaking is my door. I didn't close it. Dang, I'm going to have to get up. This is long enough where it'll reach. Look. <laughs> Hang on. To unplug. <laughs> You're always so confident about the things you say, and it's like they're way off. <laughs> I know, like the twisty, like that, like two. That's just that's us. like twice, and like within five minutes. Literally, that's us. This is we the twisty. Oh, it reaches to the door. <laughs> sometimes I'm hella confident for when I don't need to be, and sometimes, yeah, yeah. All right. So, okay, um, I was really excited to have you because you have like a psychology degree and you're very good at reading people and you, your field is very, how would you describe your field? Well, first of all, um, what got you interested into psychology? Um, I think one thing led to the other. I was going to go to school for nursing and then, um, I started working in the hospital as a CNA, and that didn't work out for me. I was like, okay, I don't see myself doing this for the Fuck rest of my shit. life. Mm-hmm. 
the setting was just very depressing. Um, and then I think from there I want to do occupational therapy. That was just random. Um, <laughs> you know who was random in the military. <laughs> let's not talk yeah, about. let's not talk about that one. Um, and then, I don't know, one thing I've always liked to do is just, like, observe people and think about people and then think about, like, what they're thinking. I don't know. And you're really, really, really good at reading people. I think I'm okay, but you're really good at just... You have really good intuition, I guess I would say. Yeah, I think people are interesting, especially children. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I see every mind as, like, a different world. Like, everyone's mind is a world of its own. It truly is. It's interesting. But, yeah, that's kind of what led me into it. Like, it's something I like to do. And then um, I kind of knew it was going to be, like, a degree that was going to make it difficult to find a job, especially when you don't, like pursue a master's because we're all crazy uh yeah yeah definitely yeah that that's true actually we're all a little bit crazy but i mean yeah it was it was it was a good choice overall i'm happy okay and um so you graduated and um you found a job right away uh negative (laughs) that's yeah typical millennial that was like the risk of it of majoring in something you were really passionate about because, um, yeah, I knew it was going to be hard to find a job. So I was like, whatever, I just want to find a job that's going to give me money, um, enough money to save for, like, my own house and just the stuff that... Your goals. Yeah, my goals to accomplish everything, like, I had in mind, um, financially speaking. And then, um, yeah, I actually wasn't employed for, like, eight months before getting hired at my first job, which was... I was working for a judge, and then, yeah, that was not ideal. It wasn't the moment when I first got hired. I was like, whoa, maybe I should go into law, but I think that happens to everyone. Yeah, you get intrigued, and you're like, oh, hell yeah, but then. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that didn't work out, so this worked out. Yeah, so, again, one thing led to the other. That one didn't work out, and then um, I found another job where I got to work with kids, and which is where I'm working at now. Yeah, so. and it's, like, psychology-related. Mm-hmm. So... I think, I perceive you, I mean, Karina is probably, no, she is the closest friend. It's hard to, okay, friend, cousins are like friends and sisters, like a blend of both. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, but like, I think we're unique in the sense that, like, you hear a lot of girls that they hate their primas, like, my primas are fucking blah, 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 <laughs> but like, we are fucking lucky enough that we'll, we're a group of 10, 11. And we all love each other very much. And, of course, we have drama because we're women. And, duh. But, like, in you and I, like, we've been together since I can remember. Yeah, since literally the beginning. I like, don't know. the beginning. Yeah. We say, like, uh, we're, like, the OGs. Like, the OGs were, <clears throat> I mean, me, you, Mimi. Mm-hmm. And, like, Lupita, Nayeli. Yeah. You know? But, like, you know, and things have evolved, but now we have a uh, like a bigger group but it's just crazy to just like she knows what i'm thinking she knows like she could know she knows what i'm gonna do before i do it and like the outcome and vice versa like it's crazy because you know there's so much lost in like for example there's so much lost in translation through text but mm-hmm. there's none of that here like whatever i say you know exactly <laughs> what i mean there's no like miscommunication <laughs> like to a T and so it's just like amazing because I feel like I know you very well too like 
I can catch on things even if I don't like make it obvious but I just feel like we've been through so much together like the highs and the lows (laughs) like the highs are always easy to pinpoint because we've traveled the world together we fucking snuck out together like we got in drunk together like how many nights you holding my hair me holding your hair like being locas you know and to experience that and like you know I have so much I feel like you balance, like, I feel like my energy is so high that I get unreasonable and delusional, Mm -hmm. and you ground me. You're like, come back, come back to earth, whereas I feel like you're so grounded that I'm like, come on, let loose a little bit, but I mean, we've found, like, a happy balance now, and it took a lot of time and effort and a lot of, like, I mean, it was a period of time which we had a lot of animosity and beef. Definitely, yeah. That was interesting. That was deep, but yeah, she knows me more than anyone in this world. She knows... I think I've shared way more with you than my sister. Like, last podcast, I said my sister because that's my sister. But there's certain things that I will not tell Leslie because she's my sister. Right, because at the end of the day, you're an example for your sister. Yeah. And there's certain things one. that you shouldn't, you know, disclose with Share your siblings. With because, yeah, you're that big sister, so... And, like, I feel like our relationship... I mean, it's just, it's, 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 we're adults now, so we found, like, a happy balance, because, like, any relationship, you have to put in work, you know, and, like, we're both balancing so much, like, there was a period of time where she was, I was lost in life, and you were in school, like, at UET, and you were, like, dedicated, and I never saw her, and then it flipped, and then I was super busy, and you weren't, that was a period of time where she wasn't working, and now we're, like, both living life, and I just feel like, I do these things where, and I've told Karina this several times, where I just fucking throw my heart out there. My heart is precious and glass, and it shoop, shatters, and then every single time Karina will come with a dustpan and broom and, like, help me sweep it up. Like, she'd be disappointed AF, but that's not going to stop her from helping me, and that's, like, how I can describe it. I don't know. How would you describe our Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, rolling my eyes as I'm heading to help her with whatever she's dealing with because I'm, like, I told you. But, I mean, I go because that's what we do. That's what we do. So, like, but, like elaborate, like, how, like, talk about, like, our relationship. Um, okay, so I think I've always been very, like, I don't know. I always speak up about whatever's going on in Cindy's life. So, I mean, she's always meeting new people, like, literally constantly. Um, and then I feel like... She kind of, I don't know, transitions into these situations when she meets new people. So, like... Yeah, like, I let people... I'm a... I'm a I, I can, will say, I'm working on it, but I can be a very, like, a pushover. Uh, and I morph into who I'm with. Yeah, kinda. so you're just... Yeah, you just, like, yeah. adapt really well, is, is how I would it's say it. Adaptable is a positive spin. Yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. good. And, um, yeah, like she said, I think she just kind of goes in, like full force with like and it's something i'm learning in because i'm very naive i like let intro like fuck it i'm gonna jump yeah you know and then and you've also been very like spontaneous like you do things because it's an experience but then i'm like um okay well experiences also have like consequences that are dangerous and that like that's that's and she's like oh but i like to play with fire i like to (laughs) live life and then i burn and i come crying and she's like bitch I told you. And now I'm learning, like, hey, you don't have... Fun does not equate fire. Fun, like, relax, calm down. But it's something that I've had to grow into because my personality is 
So like, I feel like you're so structured, like A, B, C, one, two, three, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. You're like A, Z, W. One, seven, five. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes me me. So like, but it's like, bring it down. Mm-hmm. And the verses for you, it's it's just, I've always felt that. But yeah, I mean, you're right. And it's like something that now I'm aware of. Like, I see the tendencies that I have. So first of all, be self-aware and then work on it. And I am working on it. And it's like, you just have to put in work in relationships. But I did want to bring it into back to psychology. So like, what is your approach with, with like meeting people? Because you do, very, you, she's very good at reading people and understanding people and it you can't come off she can't come come off as harsh because she's just you're just like bitch this is logical (laughs) this is why this isn't because i'm like karina no but like listen my feelings and but like you're like yeah i get them but da 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 and it's like she's spot on and it sucks because like man i want to prove her wrong but no you're right most of the time and and i mean I don't know where I was going with that question, but, like, how do you approach people or, like, what, what, just talk more psych stuff. Um, well, when I meet a person, I pay a lot of attention to eye contact. I feel like you can really read a person through eye contact. Um, it's just, like, body language for me. Yeah, for Um, sure. body language says a lot. I don't think we pay enough attention to that. Um, again, because we're, like, I feel like a lot of the times, like, society, when they meet people they're really like i don't want to say blinded but they're really focused on the perspective they have of this person for sure so like for example if um i meet one of cindy's friends that i've never met before but i've heard her talk about them like i already paid attention to that detail so if she's hyping up her friend like that i'm gonna go like you know i'm not open-minded. me as yeah yeah open-minded for sure but like um knowing that i'm hyping them up right yeah so i feel like people do that a lot me as karina like i wouldn't do that like yeah i would listen to what cindy had to say like you know this person is great da da da. but i'm like okay something has to be off like this is too good to be true that's the way i look at it but i know anyone else would be like oh wow like wow this person's dope like so they don't pay attention to the signs and I always look at it the other way. Like, I'm like, okay, that can't be, like... And you. this is because you've studied people. Yeah, and so when like, I meet this person, I'm like, okay, I see what she was talking about, but... Mm-mm. Like, it's just so off. good, guys. Like, she's... Like, I can't remember... We're in this conversation. My room is completely transformed. It's super cute now and simple. But, like, we've had conversations where she told me, like... I'm like, oh, my God. And then she's like, um, okay, like, have your moment. But, like, this is the real tea. This is what I'm seeing. And, like, looking back, I low-key knew it. But you, I, like, I play myself, you know? Like, you, you don't want you, you don't want to see it. And so, but you're really good at reading people and spotting people that have certain tendencies. And that's a really good trait to have. And just for a word of advice for people out there, like, the people, like, Karina, like, the people close and i can attest for you too like if i don't get a because i'm very judgmental i'm very protective of mm-hmm. her like if i see someone i'm like no they're using you because i feel like karina is just so nice like i don't okay i'm going three thoughts at one time the first <laughs> one is that you're really good at spotting people and knowing and warning me and like sometimes i don't listen but now i'm trying to be more cautious and with that like if your closest friends don't like a friend it doesn't have to be like a romantic partner a friend or a boyfriend or girlfriend there's like that should tell you something and it's not 
coming from a bad place or anything because more than likely like they love me and they want me to be happy and they know me and they know what I want and and they know they can see like when you're getting played you know the second point to that was like I am very protective of you and I too can see other people because I'm like she's so nice like I, I know there's people out there that don't like me like genuinely don't like me that's fine like haters are the motivators right <laughs> but like there's no one that I know that genuinely dislikes you like no one because she's just so you're like a chameleon you can have a conversation with anyone and you just you're just really nice like just nice and kind and you know like just nice you you I mean you're not a pushover where people walk all over you know how to stand up for yourself but just you're very kind but I too I see some people that see that and they're like they're gonna fucking take an advantage and like fuck no and I but I come too strong where I'm like barking <laughs> for people to go away but yeah I mean people are are interesting all right and I guess let's not along with the same like track talk about like have you ever felt like what was what was your upbringing now like in times where you know we're trying to be woke and we're trying to be self-aware and things like that like what was it like growing up or maybe not growing up uh as an adult being a woman of color um I don't think I've ever really like seen myself as that I think I just kind of always been like um just very focused on what I want to accomplish not really caring about like what's around me not necessarily in like a selfish way or anything like I just I like to believe that I'm not viewed differently by society because why should I like I'm I'm living my life as best as I can like I'm I'm like you know I'm working I went to college I'm like doing things that are good and that you know like you would I don't know like I guess as a society like when you view society you're like okay like what'll make us better well you know like I don't know I mean as a person in general having goals and like setting things for yourself and accomplishing those things makes makes you a good person I like to think so I mean I'm like okay I'm doing everything that's right so why would anyone judge me I mean I don't know and then again I've never really cared about like things like that like I'm not into politics at all I'm not into any of that like I'm like whatever if someone's gonna talk to me about being Mexican-American or being a person of color like I'm probably gonna like say something back I'm gonna lash off I'm gonna get like aggressive but like yeah like if they're gonna come and be like you beaner you're gonna right yeah and that's it and that's all it is it's just gonna be a confrontation but I'm not gonna let that like have an impact on my life and be like oh my god like all white people yeah like no like Mm -hmm. that's not like oh my god I'm gonna feel like a minority at the moment like no like f you like who are you like you and that's that's where the psychology would kick in I'd be like like whoa what's going on in your life that's a reflection you're over here like literally being oh my god like you know like you have nothing better to do in your day than attack people for their skin color like i feel sorry for you as a person like right you must really be living a shitty life and it's crazy to think like um you know how um i mean we don't want to stereotype just one type of group of people but certain people can be um I, i guess ignorant perhaps or they just think that they're better because of the color of their skin or because they're like we're we're born here x y and z but then you see it like i'm so amazed that like our family 
like they came from literally the rocks poor dirt poor and to no. see the the businesses and the living the actual american dream where they came here with nothing and now have a lot you know and it's like sometimes like man we have more than people who have been born and raised and lived here all of their life yeah. not we but our parents like our parents yeah i I think, I also think, like, we give a lot of credit to, like, this country, like, the American dream. Why does it have to be labeled as that? Why can't it just be, like, the dream, like, for us as a society? Like, America, America, freaking Mexico, whatever. The dream is to make something of yourself. So, I don't like to think, I don't know, I, yes, this is a country of opportunities and stuff like that, but I, I've never... I don't think I can ever say I feel proud to be American. Like, what is that? I feel proud of myself as a person, and that's it. Like, I'm proud of my accomplishments, and that's it. Like, why do I have to give credit to this country? Like, they didn't, you know, you know what I mean? They didn't do anything for me. My parents did. And You're talking the country as a whole, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I've, I've never felt like, I don't know. Just, because I come from a different perspective. I feel like I have so much privilege because I'm from America. Like, I don't know. I I feel like even though the public school system is a joke, <laughs> yeah. like a legitimate joke, but I I got a low key education. I like I feel free to. I can drive. <laughs> I you know I can speak my mind most of the time. I guess that's the way I see it. But I I see your perspective. I think we're coming from two different avenues, but. I mean, I I'm, I'm I would say I'm proud to be an American, but not in the sense like America's the only one because that's very ignorant. Like to very like just me 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 America. It's like we have to think more globally. Like you know, it's not just about America, yeah. United States America. You know, and like honestly, Mexico and all of that. Like we're in Texas, which was technically Mexico mm-hmm. at some point. Like like you know, we just have a border. Like someone p- put decided where the border was but what, what is america what is america america is opportunity and I'll, i don't want to get go too political because that's a headache but it's just ignorant for people to think that just because they're one specific sort of group of people that they are above everyone else yeah and you know i de- we definitely i think are very privileged because we never have endured the way other people have mm-hmm. you know yeah i think yeah i mean we're just like you said earlier, we're we're all a little crazy, and I think people are a little crazy when they, yeah. when they, like, oh, like get out of my country. Like I literally just want to like laugh. Like what? Oh my god, yeah. Like your your country, what? Like what? I'm are sorry, you, talking you about? own America. Yeah, and I I think it's like bizarre for like that's some, that's like some, people yeah. that aren't of color to say like, hey, <laughs> like I don't know, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. When is the last time you speak saw this? English. Yeah, yeah. Like speak English. Like when is this last time you saw this country with like? no people of color like okay they, i mean let, let's be real indians were here and then oh the americans came it's just we're ridiculous and it's like society. a lack of education yeah like that yeah. like you know college is expensive and you know it is part like partly a scam because people are drowning in debt but like going to higher education and learning about just taking an actual history class that's not in high school because that's a joke like you learn about all of these things and it's just like so many people who make those comments are either they're most of the time ignorant aka stupid or scared and it's like you fear like you like they fear there something's gonna be taken away but it's like no you're just giving opportunity to anyone else it's like 
you know they they want to be on top and it's like the same thing with oppression like you know I, we can't i don't want to go any further with this topic yeah but it's just it's a headache but just be kind like i'm not gonna stereotype one group and be mean i'm gonna judge on the individual yeah. you know just how, how you are as a person and sometimes it's hard like because for me it has been because sometimes I'm, I'm very judgy i can be very judgy but i think the, we all can though yeah. like we're all a little and someone who says they're not judgmental is lying is lying they are judgmental yeah. hell yeah but the, yeah. i mean the thing is like okay i'm gonna judge you and then be like okay calm down with your judgments like toss them away and then go for it you know because you meet someone and you're like what the fuck or hell yeah you know you judge immediately yeah everyone judges but whatever lets you sleep at night yeah (laughs) yeah okay so let's see um another topic is what was your approach in having a successful college education like what 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 were the essential things that you're like karina i need to do this in order to succeed if i'm gonna succeed eloquently at the unt or whatever um what was your approach well and how did you balance, like, social life and all of that, work and all of that? Which, um, so, I basically, I've always known, I've always done to go to college. Um, it's just something that, and I can't say I was, like, like, ridiculously smart and stuff in school. I was average, just like anyone else's, but I came to find out that, um, if you try, you'll make it. So, I hard. Was like, if yeah, hard. if you try hard, you'll make it. So, yeah, that's what I was focused on the entire time. I started off in community college, and I was like, okay, just because this is community college doesn't mean it. It's not going to be taken seriously. And like, people need to be aware of that. Like, yeah, don't downplay. Th- like, you see people who just jump in and like take out a loan just for the oh, I don't want to be community college, but that's that's stupid. Yeah, that's. That's a very poor decision. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm sure everyone who did that regrets it if you didn't have, like, scholarships and stuff. Right, a full ride. Yeah, a yeah. full ride or anything like that because at the end of the day, whether if you're at a private university versus me being at community college, we're taking the same courses. And I'm paying thousands of dollars less. All for, for sure. what? Just because you want to say you're going to at TCU the- or whatever. Like, yeah. okay, cool. Thumbs up. Let me know how the student loans go. student loans go. Like, seriously. But um, anyway, aside from that, I think I just, I was always like, okay, I'm going to focus. And I loved doing homework. I loved having in my headphones, listening to my music, having my notebooks, my pencils, my pen. Like, I would thrive off of that. So I looked forward to homework. I know that sounds crazy, but I actually did. Um, And then when I went to... Can't (laughs) relate. When I went to UNT... Um, it was even better. I was so happy. Literally the happiest. Like, I couldn't wait to go to school. It was fun. Um, it wasn't easy. I mean, college isn't easy. Yeah. But um, I've always had that drive to be someone in life and to have a job that'll give me, you know, good money and that'll allow me to save um, for the future because I know this sounds crazy, but ever since I was a kid... Like, I would rather have, like, money than, like, toys for my birthday. I don't know why, but up until this day, it's kind of the same thing. Because you're Pablo's daughter. Yeah, I just, like, I know money can get you things and can get you places, so I think that's where my mind's always been, even as a kid. So, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, just my motivation and what got me through was 
just believing in myself, staying focused, and being consistent. And that consisted of, like, being at school every day, being on time, and just doing all my homework. Yeah. Taking it day by day, so. So, what are my three biggest pet peeves? Or three of them. Do you know three? I don't think I have, I have three. Um, mismatched socks. Yes. Um, things that aren't branded. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that I would say that's a pet peeve at this point because <laughs> you're pretty good at calling that out. Um, quality. Let's just say yeah, quality. just quality. I like quality. Just, and that applies to everything. Things that don't have a brand or like you know who does your hair, who dyed your hair. She can. She's really good at telling that. Um, and a third one would be. Hmm. What's the third one for you? Mm. Wow. What it like it like really annoys me. I feel like I'm very chill, but oh, like when people raise their voices like loud. Like why are you like why are you yelling? And like I'm like I'm not yelling, but she's oh, yeah, just I'm like, very oh. sensitive. Right? Like her ears are sensitive. Yeah. I, I can hear very well, maybe that's why. It's concerning. I know what yours are easy. Um First of all, my, like any stain, like yeah. she is the cleanest person I know. Like, okay, like TMI, like you're never dirty, never. Like you know, if if you guys know me in real life, if you guys know who I am, you guys know that I'm always spilling shit everywhere, like manchitas everywhere. Just if I'm out drinking coffee, whatever, I get dirty, and I mean I'm okay with that because it's like I'm gonna wash it. But her, like she carries tight to go, like. You're the type of person that if you have a ketchup stain, you'll, like, in Dallas, you'll drive back home or go buy another shirt. Exactly. And that's, like, one of your biggest pet peeves. Not just on herself, like, on other people. Like, she'll have an anxiety attack. Um, <laughs> what's that about, psychologist? Um, let me see what else is your... You're very, like, organized. But, like, clean. Yeah, like, um, you hate people... Well, I think everyone hates being lied to. Yeah. But it's like, you can't lie to Karina because she knows. <laughs> like, you know, and and I know that feeling too because I feel like, like, I feel like my sister does that and stuff like that. It's like, yo ya fui vine, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, let me see, what, what else do you just hate? I know what I do that annoys you. What? That I... <laughs> I say, like, oh, 3.05, and then it's, like, 3.45, and I'm, like, on my way. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, like, you're very, like, you're that. But I'm trying to think what's another pet peeve of yours. I, I know that it's, like, any kind of, I know what you hate, Tex-Mex food. Yeah. Like, you don't fuck with that. Um, but I think stains, and what's another pet peeve of yours? texting like misspelling oh yeah but you accept me yeah i'm the worst texter i've had to adapt to that guys like i can text the randomest shit and she knows exactly what i mean like yeah but yeah i literally stopped talking to a guy because he could not text oh my god let's talk about some dates you've been on (laughs) let's tell me let let me see um okay (laughs) talk about that one um well uh i definitely like I don't know I I literally Cindy has always said it before too like she's like you know how she said like that I'm like very A B C D well I've always had like a mental timeline so I was like okay when I'm done with college I'm gonna dedicate like a year and be to getting to know someone she, she was out in the field guys she was out like in the legit jungle, it was like a job for me 
just all these guys. I was like, damn, girl. It was a good job for me. Um, I was like, yeah, I mean, I went out with, like, three military guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Well, oh, damn, girl. Yeah, I remember that. Some randoms. I don't know. But Love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of them was a coach here. Um, well, I'm not going to disclose don't, that information. Yeah, don't. But, um, yeah, he was a football coach. Another one was... Um, I want to know about the grammar one. A single dad. I don't know what that one was about. But... Wait, what'd you say? The grammar, the grammar guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, that one was bad. Um, yeah, he just could not spell. But good grammar is so sexy. Like, okay, I'm a, I'm a hypocrite because if, like, a guy texts me with, like, shitty grammar, I'm like, oh, you're canceled. No, thank you. But I'm not a good texture. Like, I know it's a yeah. hypocritical thing yeah, about Yeah, she's me. not. She, she said, mm-mm, I'm not going to try. You she's know? just like, whatever. Like, they can figure it out. Like, literally... <laughs> I, I can't. I mean, yeah, I and then when the, the worst is sometimes I try like when I especially when like we we have like, like I think it's sadder when you try. Cause yeah, because like, I try really hard. Wait, sadder is not a word. It, but it's, it's more, more sad. sad. But um, it's a word if you use it according to linguistics. Hmm. But we're not uh, talking okay. about linguistics. All right. Um, like you know, like sometimes I'll be like, okay, we, we're talking like a detailed paragraph, and I'll fuck up one word, you know, and it's yeah. like, damn it, I was doing so good, but I mean, yeah, text grammar i don't know guys and yeah, what's your just, approach to dating like talk to me about that i mean you had the year of like let me date everyone and their mother mm-hmm. but what's your approach now um i think i kind of put a pause on that because again i i i feel work. like i know so much about people like i go out i went out with these guys and i was honestly bored like i was like yeah man like i know exactly what's coming from this conversation like i know what you're gonna say next like it's it's, they're so predictable they're so like limited in their conversations like wow i was just like wow this is really what's out there and i'm talking like literally yeah like and i went out with so many guys that I would think, like, oh, my God, you know, like, I can, they can hold up, like, a decent conversation. We could talk about something interesting, but Oh, my no. God, talk about the clingy guy, the one that was on your lap. Oh. Oh, I yeah. I mean, we don't want to be too harsh, but the point is that, like, yeah, so yeah. I was, like, really paying attention to this guy um, because we had already gone several dates, and then, um, yeah, so I was, like, okay, well, let me really ask the questions here because he's apparently not. <laughs> okay, so I was like, okay, so what are your parents like? What What's your brother like? And there were some red flags when I asked that because, first of all, he didn't have a relationship with his brother. Big Second of all, yeah, he called his mom a name that I was like, um, cancel. And oh, yeah. third of all, like, I just concluded that he hasn't had, like, you know, good relationships with his parents or his brother and just overall he's never really received that attention um as a child so now that he's older he really wants to find someone that is going to dedicate nothing but attention to him that's not you baby and that is not me no it's not Mm -mm. and that's like the um interesting thing like we come from such a family oriented family that like that is a deal breaker who's someone who if it does if someone does for me personally if someone doesn't i don't care what race ethnicity whatever you are if you don't understand the value of family i'm sorry you know like i don't know if you guys can hear the children out there playing like this is this is 
where we come from, you know, and to think of someone taking me away from that. I mean, I get logistically, logistically speaking, like a job or something, but just I can't imagine myself trying to go to cookout and then them being like, no, I want to be home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, dating is hard. Dating is hard because it's so, oh my gosh, like, let me get to know you. And it's like, we all have, we all have our internal struggles that we're going through. We all have like our own little demons that we have to take care of. And it's just like, you have to see, okay, I'm controlling your, my demons, you control your demons. Can we make this work? And it's hard. And another thing I'd like to touch on is that like, we come from a traditionally, mexican catholic family where the woman is submissive to a man but we we're not that way like i think i'm a, a feminist i am a feminist and as are you and like we don't need I, mean, I don't need a man to fulfill me some girls want that for happiness like they need a man to be happy i want a man to be happy you know mm-hmm. like but i don't need him and that's another point too like we don't need men and as a society we we kind of felt like I used to feel that pressure I think in my really early 20s like when I was 21 22 from my parents where they were like yo girl get out there get out there you know but then I think that they've had a mental switch where they're like hey marriage is marriage is not the end game marriage is not the like success that's not where it lies like you didn't make it when you get married right you never make it you're just constantly working on yourself and achieving little goals and things that you want and I think that's like where we are now. But we come from a strong Mexican family, and it's crazy yeah. though. Like the way, yeah, like she said, we come from a strong Mexican family. Like all of our uncles are literally the traditional Mexican men that like provide for the family financially, that fix things around the house, that you know they want to interview whatever guy comes to your house, whether it's a friend. Like, oh my gosh, it's poor guys. Yeah, or like they're like low-key spying on you like if you drive by with someone else in your car that's a male they're like oh my god did you see so and it's just a friend you know? yeah and it's crazy because even though we were raised like that we're- i think me and cindy and the rest of our cousins like we still managed to like overcome that mm-hmm. and just you know see that we don't need a man to feel like i don't know just to feel complete yeah to feel complete because i think like a lot of like women out there and i mean i'm not saying it's bad or anything but i just feel like a lot of women feel like that when they they meet a man Mm -hmm. their life is structured like it's it's finally structured like Like this man's made it yeah like you've made it this man's gonna provide everything like it's just yeah and it's crazy because (laughs) what what exactly makes us different from men what different differentiates besides biology yeah like yeah 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 so it i don't know but like it's society and it's it's society it's our fault that we just give so much credit to them um hell yeah and the thing is like some men don't like women that speak like that you know and 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 that is like when you're in a relationship like if i'm in a relationship with a man i'm gonna give him his manlyhood like i'm not gonna be like i don't fucking need you yeah like no i'm gonna be like baby help me open the jar you know (laughs) even though she knows she can open the jar i can open it here you go this is for your ego yeah yeah and it's like you want like i know that (laughs) if a man like didn't like you have to find a balance because if a guy's like bitch i don't need you to cook i'll cook myself i'll be like well i want to make you some like i want to cook for you so you have to like let go and like let those people do things for you do nice things for you but i don't need you to do it you know what i mean i don't need you to change my oil you know and some girls want that they want a guy who will do that and like to them and i i have to remember like i've 
I am different. You know, and we were raised with these values, but like we, I feel like we preserve the good of our traditional Mexican Catholic family and, and we have American. It's like we're a hybrid of both. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy to, to me that, and I know the state of being in love, you, you glorify a person, but that state goes away. And that's when like the reality kicks in and it's like, okay, are we going to make this work or are we, we're done here. And really you just have to find someone that has like the same end goals as you, that respects you and that you're attracted to. Like the fuck, if you're not attracted to them, what are you doing? Yeah. But yeah, we don't like you don't need a man for happiness, and that's the thing. Like unless you know, they have money. <laughs> oh, oh, they have money. Different story. Anything for G wagon. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a side. That's a side story. We're not gonna talk about it. But just if you see me in a G wagon, I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. Anyway, but yeah, like, and uh, for me, I think when I finally accepted that, like, um, I didn't need a man to be happy. I was so liberated. I was so. Like, yeah, okay, like, you know, you have to get past the, like, oh, I'm forever alone, but it's like, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. You know, I have friends, I have good people that care about me, like, you know, if you need other, whatever, you can figure it out. It's just, like, society has trained us that way. But, yeah, I mean... Even with children, like, yeah, yeah even for if you're sure. forever alone, you have the option to adopt. There's so many other ways nowadays to have children, like... And it's just, we have to, like, break that... I don't know, but, and, and actually, like, accept that my parents will never accept that. Yeah. Like, if I were to be like, hey, dad, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just get a, a sperm donor and have a baby, they would never, they can't even fathom the idea, they can't comprehend. Like, my mom, there are certain things she cannot comprehend, and I have to accept that, that, like, she will, in her, in her ideals, her traditional, her upbringing, that was not the norm, and not judge her, or condemn her, or think less of her, or think she's ignorant, but just accept that that's where she comes from. And, like, as long as we respect each other. Not that I'm going to go to sperm donor, but, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not closed off to that. Right. So, it's just, it's, I, I feel very lucky to be a woman. And especially, I feel very lucky to be a Hispanic, Spanish-speaking woman. I, there, I take so much pride in being Mexican or Latina. Like, I just take so much pride in that. And, and I don't want to, like, insult anyone, but I just, I just think I'm, I love being Latina. Yeah. And, every, and like, stereotypes yeah. and all. You know, we're loud, we're proud, we, we're hardworking, we're full humble, of life, like, like full of life. Like, if you go social. to any Mexican, social, any Mexican household, hey, toma algo, algo de comer. Like, we, we take care of our people and we love and, and we're hardworking. And it's like, you like, look who, every restaurant, every, like, all these low-paying jobs, like, like, yes, you went to a fancy, bougie restaurant. You turn around and it's all these people who don't speak English cooking your food, cooking everything, you know, building all these highways, all of these. These are all Mexican, mm-hmm. hardworking people that are out in the sun. You know what I mean? So it's just like, the, that's the raza. And, like, we're here to stay and we're not going anywhere. And, and hell yeah. And, and I, used to, I used to do this thing where, um, I don't know if you can relate, I would um, be like, my name is Cynthia Ramirez. Like, I would always Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. And then... I was like, wait a second, fuck that, like, why? And now I, I had to retrain myself to say, like, my name is Cynthia Ramirez. Or I'll be like, even when it's a white person or someone who doesn't speak Spanish, I'll be like, Ramirez, Ramirez, Ramirez. And I say with proud because Ramirez, I love our last name, Ramirez. And it's just, so like, little things like that. But um, let's see. So I'll end with a few questions, and you can just answer them simply or deeply, however you like. And then we can just call it a call it it and call it here and then we have shit to do yeah so for one what is your definition of success 
Um, success to me is whatever makes you happy at the end of the day. Like, which I know that so much pertains to the word happy when you reach a certain age. So if you ask a 26-year-old what makes you happy, it's going to be a really structured answer that's going to make total sense. Like, I'm going to be happy from, you know, what's happiness to me? Like, being married, having a home. Traveling. Having, traveling and having a degree. Like, so that's success. There's your success. We're all going to have our own definition of it. So, yeah, so whatever makes you happy. My definition of it is very similar to what I just said. Just, you know, having my degree, having a good job, having health. And That's important. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, is. let's derail and let's talk about that. You you, don't, you can disclose as much or as little as you want, but talk about your little, like your health and all of that in the recent. And I mean, you were misdiagnosed for several years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was misdiagnosed. I was on medication for four years for no reason. And it was actually really strong medication that but I was like. We don't like, know what the consequences are. Yeah. And fuck that. I was, like, getting, like, my organs checked. I was getting my vision checked, like, every four months. I was constantly going to the specialist and stuff like that um, because my doctor basically told me, hey, if you don't take, take this medication, you're going to develop lupus. So what, are, what am I going to do? Take the medication. So that's what I was doing. But I reached the point where I wasn't feeling so great, and my parents were like, oh, my God, like, we're not really getting any answers from this doctor. Um... They're like, what if we go somewhere else for a second opinion? Um, so we did. We went to Mexico. Uh, and, yeah, I got the answer I was looking for. And it was kind of crazy because um, my doctor out there was like, whoa, like, you're taking this medication for no reason. And it's actually, like, harming you. He's like, you're fe- feeling really tired because, you know, this medication is, you know, your immune system in general, everything is just like, boom, you know, like. Yeah, but it, it, was, it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, and then I stopped taking the medication, and I came back. And then um, I went to the doctor because I had a really irregular menstrual cycle, and, like, I was breaking out. I was like, this is weird. Like, I don't break out this much. So I just went to the doctor, to my regular PCP, and um, I just got a blood work done. And my thyroid levels came back really abnormal, and he told me that it was either going to be something genetic or, like, I had, like, a mass. So I was like, okay. And I went to go get some scans done, and he told me I had a nodule, which is, like, a mass. It's, like, kind of like a cyst. But um, they told me this over a voicemail, and they told me that. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. They told me that it was up to me whether or not I wanted a biopsy to check if it was cancerous or not. So I told my parents, and they weren't very happy about that. So again, we went to Mexico, and then um, they put me on medication for four months. They're like, let's see if this medication dissolves it. If it doesn't, when you come back, we'll do more scans. And it didn't dissolve it, and I did go back. And then... Yeah, like, I went to go see an oncologist that specialized in tumors. He does surgery, like, every single day. Um, four times a week, actually. 
Um, anyway, yeah, he told me that it was it wasn't a nodule. It was actually a tumor, and he had to do surgery right away because I had tachycardia, which makes so much sense because I would always feel my heart accelerating. But I thought it was just I don't know. You don't think anything of these things. Um, but some of the previous symptoms I did have, like my hands were shaking a lot and my hands would like burn my feet would burn um i had really irregular irregular menstrual cycles um but the point is i had a tumor and then he told me i had a tumor and that i needed surgery right away so i had surgery within the next 48 hours probably less like what a process to go through mentally like hey come in for a checkup just kidding girl you have this you either take it like oh my gosh yeah so I, it was scary because he's like, yeah, you can have a heart attack. Like, of course, I don't want a heart attack at age 26. Um, so, yeah, I had surgery right away. My parents were, like, really freaking out. Um, For sure. I think the scariest part was that the day of surgery, um, we were supposed to take the scans, and we were already on our way, and we forgot them. So we had to turn around, oh go back, and get the scans from my grandma's house. So we were late. So when I got to the hospital, like, they were already waiting for me. Um, everyone was ready for surgery. So, like, he's like, okay, get undressed, take off your clothes, put this this on, put this gown on, and stuff like that. Like, it was, it was crazy. It was ridiculously fast, and um, I didn't even have time to process anything. So I just, like, I just said bye to my mom and dad. Like, I don't know, it was, like, really, really quick. And then, like, my dad was, like, crying, but I was, like, uh, like, I'm not gonna cry because, yeah, but, yeah. That's I mean, the way it's psychology, because, yeah, like, <laughs> I cry over everything, and yeah. you do not cry. You, like, hold things up for so well and, like, mm-hmm. explode every 10 years, but I don't mean, like, an angry way, just release them. Yeah. Um, that's not healthy. No, it's not, but in that moment, I didn't want to cry because... You wanted to be I strong. Yeah, I wanted to be strong for my parents. I didn't want to make it worse mm. on them. I didn't want them to, like... Get worried. They would have been crying even more, more knowing that I was scared. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't want to do that to them. But, yeah, I just got into this OR, and um, it's crazy. Like, lights everywhere. I couldn't really see around me. Um, and then, yeah, like, they were talking to me, asking me where I was from, making conversation. And I was like, <laughs> oh, crap. I was like, they're going to put me to sleep. Like, I'm going under. Because I was answering questions, and then, like, my speech got kind of slurred. And then, like, I was, like, getting super drowsy. I was like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, this is what it feels like. I'm about to go under. And then just boom. Like, you were I was out. blacked out. Um, But, yeah, that was that was crazy. So, But, like, I want to know what was going through your head. Like, mm, so, I mean... At first, I thought I like had I had cancer or something, which was crazy. But I was like, okay, even if I do, I'll deal. Like, love that. Like, I'll just. I mean, I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to try to get better. Um, and if I don't, well, I'm gonna have surgery regardless. It's probably gonna take some time. Like, uh, it's it's just like more of a load on me, I guess, because. I know my mom worries a lot, and she kind of always seeks that, like, I don't know. She always wants that reassurance that I'm okay, so I had to provide that, even though I was, like, not okay. Yeah. So, that's just, like, always a thing. Um, But, 
yeah i had surgery i went i was home i was literally like in a quarantine with my mom mm-hmm. um i couldn't go outside for like oh i was in mexico for like a month so i wasn't allowed to go outside um i couldn't have like the sun hit me i couldn't really move um my neck was hurting a lot i was like on liquids for like 10 days and i'll talk about like from her best friend's perspective like you were a completely different person how you were coping with this like when she when all of this was going on like this was what like six months a year i don't know like this was all like this was your 25th like your age 25th this i had surgery fourth of july yeah Yeah. okay yeah of course yeah i remember well like coming from my perspective it's like what's going on and it's like i don't want to freak out because i don't know what's going on but i'm like freaking out and if i freak out she's gonna get worried like you won't freak out so i won't freak out Mm -hmm. but like i was like you kind of like didn't want to deal with it because this girl literally started partying in chicago for no damn reason you just started taking trips to chicago to go get drunk and wasted and have a blast over there and (laughs) vip like just doing the most and that's when you worked at the courthouse so you're 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 doing real real well and <laughs> taking trips like she was like yeah i'm in chicago or i'm going to chicago and like just constantly parting it up every weekend like i mean i guess we all cope with different ways and different things but that was i was like whoa and then it's like oh wait this is actually happening and and i think it all happened so fast where like we didn't all have even have time to process what was going on it was just like what is this but i remember like the frustration where that here they were sending you to like so many doctors and you couldn't get it sorted out and it's always been like this weird thing you've had but it was a misdiagnosis which is awful and awful but it's just crazy and then it's like oh wait it's out and it's like hell yeah like i just don't remember like me texting your mom i was like yeah like you know she's like yeah this happened and it's like oh my god i remember me and dar were sleeping together and i was just like and i was like dar dar wake up wake up and she's like oh what? and it's like she's out and it's out and she's good and she's like okay we're like oh my gosh and then we went back to sleep and it was like the best like shit ever and it's just crazy it's so scary to think like the people that you love like even that and so we take so much for granted yeah so fucking much for granted just prior to starting the podcast we have a few minutes left i was like you know just hearing outside my uncles they're all laying on the grass having music having a good time it's like we have to preserve these memories because 10 15 years from now it's not going to be like this yeah and there's like this quote from the office where andy says it like i wish i knew i was in the good times when i'm in them like that really resonates with me because it's like we have to enjoy the moments we are here because you're always like man remember when da 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 oh yeah remember when but it's like no like embrace it right now like embrace the moments right now because like we have such a good life and a great family but oops i burped excuse me that was probably loud so um let me see where do i want to end it this was a really good podcast i knew it was going to be good because it's gonna ha- it's just us having a conversation like a, a combo with karina um what do you want to tell your future self or like get you know like if you play this back i don't know 10 years from now um 36 yeah Oh, wow, 36. Um, That's old. Seems old, yeah, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> I like to think it's not. The same. Um, just to remember, like, the good times. Um, and remember the importance of family and, like, regardless of, like, the drama. Um, 
they they structured me like I am who I am today and I am because who I'm gonna be ten family. years from now because of my family. So and also like don't forget where you come from, Karina. And stay humble. Like yeah, you're very humble. humble. You're yeah, very humble. humble. You're very yeah. humble. For like you know for like who you are and where you come from and you could be a uh, annoying ass bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're not. <laughs> I mean you could be. So yeah, and I mean I feel like it's I like. It's such a luxury to have, like, I don't know. Describe yourself in three words. Um, you did, and you did in, in the other podcast, in, in the previous podcast in Chicago. I did. Yeah, you said. Uh, I said, describe yourself in three words. Um, I like describe to... me in three words. I'll describe you in three words. Okay, you are. <sighs> mm. I want to say. You're adaptive, like you adapt to everything, settings, people, um, changes. Um, yeah, and then you, you're funny, <laughs> like super funny. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, she she always has everyone laughing. She's super random with the things she says, but they're hilarious. And you're kind you're kind to everyone around you like even if there's like chaos like you always see like another side to it you're always very understanding and you're always there to like help people and seek solutions and stuff like that so yeah yours i was gonna say balance for sure balance oh my god it's hard i mean the first one that sticks out balance because you can manage all these things and you get shit done. I'm gonna say, not um, not careless. What's the like? You care about everyone. Compassionate. Compassionate. You're compassionate. Like you, you're you're like you understand people really well, and you're like I get why you're doing what you're doing, and even though I don't agree with it, like I get where you're coming from. That's the whole psychology kicking in, and I think you're very driven. Like you know what you want, and there's like no one sh- no no one's shaking your goal like no one like you're like nope i know exactly what i want shut the fuck up i'm gonna get it done and you know life's like yeah bitch you thought you know because you think i look back and at, at this age you were gonna have this blah blah, blah but life's like you thought mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know and it's like i i i feel like i have no filter <laughs> none and you have like quite a few which is good i have like 20 filters and i feel like yeah and <laughs> it's just we're, we're so yin yang we're so like opposite it's it's crazy that like and we 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 had so much turbulence you know for so long it's like i was like no black she's like no white and i'm like no black it's like hey we can be gray we can be dark gray light gray like so many shades of gray and so i'm just curious to see 10 years i mean i know 10 years from now i'm gonna be in your life fuck I would never like that's impossible like yeah when if I get married if I have kids if I like I know you're gonna be the mother you know because you have great gifts <laughs> if I have kids I would love that but um I didn't touch on spirituality but we had like 60 seconds so I'm not gonna so maybe that would be another podcast yeah I like this episode it was very chill it was very nice um Def. all right sign us off you have like 30 seconds I want to say um yeah i mean cindy is i don't know cindy is always a fun time to be around and 
I think that those who listen to a podcast understand that just based on the podcast. But if you know her as a person, I think, yeah, there's there's, there's so way much. more that we didn't even talk on like school education. This is, yeah, we're gonna need another one, another podcast with Karina, but we'll do it on another time. Yep. All right, love you guys. Bye. Let's be there.